Cycling on it, it's, you might have a timer for a cooldown or something, but it just feels like even that would be better as a style of play for that game. Well, I see. Let's say the you said Strike Force. That's the one that's like Galaxy of Heroes, like the Star Wars game. It's turn based. You got three heroes on the team. Uh, five in this one, but yeah. Okay. Well, I, mean, I think you can have five with Galaxy of Heroes. I just haven't. Yeah, it is. That much, so. It is. I've I've actually played it for a while. I haven't played it in a while. I mean, what is it really that sets Midnight Suns apart from XCOM? Is it the magic in the MCU? Well, it's the magic, and please stop calling it the MCU. MCU stands for Marvel Cinematic Universe, meaning. Or you can do comic universe too, if you, if you, depending on how you want to do that. No, that's the Marvel Universe. The MCU is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen, as an avid comic reader, it's like. I have to correct you guys. Because, like, we don't have Blade in the MCU. We don't have Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider in the MCU. We don't have any fucking X-Men at all in the MCU. Uh, they I, have an entire series called X-Men. That's not MCU it's true. Canon. It may be true that they're not in the, yeah, MCU, the MCU, but do I consider them to Iron exist regardless? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so they do exist. Listen, as an X-Men fan, they suck balls. But... As, Just because they suck balls doesn't mean it's not there. See, but my thing, my problem with it is like the X Men movies is they're not at the in the MCU and they suck. But they only suck after I read the comic books. When I before I read the comic books, the X Men movies are what got me into the X Men. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I said, just it, it's definitely not a game I'm getting. Uh, Tales of Arise comes out this month. I'm and definitely I'm excited about that. I. Mike's probably never even heard of that game. Nope, I'm waiting on New World to come out at the end of the month. That's yeah, that's again that comes out at the end of this month. We got Diablo two. This week, right? No, it's this month. Twenty second. No, I thought you said it was this week. I'll give you the money so you can pre order it this month. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. But <laughs> Yeah, all three of us are gonna play the hell out of that, so Tales of Arise is the latest installment of a series good enough to sell itself on name alone. At this point, two words really. They you just you throw tails of in front of a game, and then give me anything that ends in a uh, vowel. 
listen, I'll probably at least give it a, a good once through. Tales of Bugatti. Yeah. Tales of Bugatti. You know what? Fuck it. I was, thinking, I was thinking another B word, but you know. Tales of Booby. No. <laughs> yes, of course. But no, uh, I liked the Tales of games back from uh, Tales of Symphony on GameCube. Yeah, it well, was just as fluid back then, almost. I know. See, I never played Symphony on the GameCube, but me and you played it a lot when you lived at my house back in high school. We played it quite a bit on your laptop. Yeah, disregarding the janky cameras whenever you're playing with multiple players. Yep. See, I, I kind of miss that. I, I kind of wish that they, the Tales of games would have some couch co-op again. Nothing's going to have couch co-op really anymore. Online's know. just taking too much with it. Like, you don't, like, you'll see a single player and a multiplayer, but you don't see split screen anymore. Call of Duty might be the only one, and even then, it's, I don't even think that's existent anymore. A lot of that issue is because of the graphics requirements of running split screen and because of how heavily they're jamming graphics into the RAM. Like, they've gone past a point where there's almost so little that you can improve resolution anymore. And it's crippling our ability to do things like split screen. Well, then just in general. Well, see, Borderlands keeps the ability to go split screen. At the same time, though, the pre-sequel on PS3, just two players can cripple the FPS. Yeah, on the PS3, I can see that being a big issue. That and having the multiple input, I mean, at least on a computer, having the multiple inputs, it does not work. Because, like, for a lot of my games, I'll, I play on controller still on PC. Mm-hmm. And if I accidentally bump my mouth or something, it'll move my thing. Like, if it's one of those, like, it can switch in between them. Something hits your keyboard or something. Like, yeah, I've had it screw me over, like, one too many times. I bump something and knock something and clicks the uh, fucking shoot button on my... I was like, damn it. We're staring in space now. Yep. Um, some other news that related to nerd culture. Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Magic the Gathering said. I think it's this month it comes out. It might come out next month. But we're starting to get spoilers. And some of them cards look neat. I really like werewolves and vampires and the eldritch horrors and the Lovecraftian gothic vampire werewolf. All that. But you're also a stand, more of a standard player. You like standard and draft, so it's more fun for you. I'm a, for I'm me, a limited He's player. talking about the theme in general right but now. Like, the, the theme, theme in, in general, general is great, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I, I like to play limited because I like the format. I like Because like I told you earlier today, I like bad cards. <laughs> like, bottlenose. Bro, I've still got my stack of Eldrazi Devastators yeah, sitting like somewhere. Like, like, you like want to talk about a cards. bad card, liking a bad card? I had a stack probably a good six inches. <laughs> just all Eldrazi Devastators. If I found one, I was like, anytime I traded with people, hey, you got one of those? Yeah, probably why. I just fucking collect them. Oh, something I did also wanted to talk about today was, I think, we're, we're going to take a little bit of time every episode and uh, point out some, some awesome shit that gamers around the world have done. Because, like, collectively... In, in the virtual world, we have all 
Oh, there's so many. Done some pretty awesome stuff. I mean, I've not not only that, but just watching it or being on the team when someone does something. Because Reach, me and him were playing duos one day. Me and him were on top of a building. Just kind of sniping around, looking around. We see a car, and he just randomly chucks C4 off the top of the building. And waits. Until he clicks it. Fucking just entire squad wipe on that truck. Oh, yeah, no. It's I was just like, 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 he didn't that. even look. He just randomly like looked over enough to just toss it, look away, and then click. So I'm like, is a net bro. crit on an intuition check. Oh, yeah. See, bro, like, I've been, I've been playing with Mike, and I've seen Mike go, go, hold on. And before the, you know, the hard end comes out of his mouth, he is already slid, gone prone, Taken a shot, killed a guy, stood back up, and continued running. This is also true. You gotta keep it moving, man. But this, the what I, something I wanted to talk was like the uh, Trackmania test speed runs. Oh yes, those are impressive. Those are some of like I know a lot of people have problems with uh, test speed runs. That that means tool assisted. Okay. Basically, they have a program that can input frame by frame specific inputs. So you can program it to say frame 367, you need to press A and this far left on the control stick. And using these programs, you can trial and error your way to getting nuts things that are impossible by human fingers. In this case, it involves things like using nose bugs to slide themselves across the track and blast themselves up into other checkpoints they shouldn't be at. Um, a lot of it's nose bugs, actually. A lot of it is nose bugs. Um, what was the other bug? The, the newly discovered one. Uber bugs. The, where they can bounce a certain way, but they don't lose momentum. If they do it the, the certain way, they actually gain momentum. Yes, if they or hit an object while doing a bug slide, it kind of gains them momentum, and they can use it to launch themselves across the map. Yeah, that was that was some serious nonsense. I seen that there was just no way. The thing about tasses, especially when they're released late into a game's life, is that they either inject new life into the speedrunning community or leave a lot of the current speedrunners dismayed at what they have to accomplish. Because could you imagine speedrunning a game for five years only to realize that I could be shaving five seconds off my race time? Oh, yeah. But see, the thing is, also, I, like, I'm, I'm with both sides of the task community. Like, the people who are for it and against it, I'm, I'm, like, the, I'm directly in the middle because awesome shit's happening either way. The people who are naturally speedrunning games... Like, I've seen people speedrun Metroid Zero Mission and Metroid Fusion 100%, from 70 to 100% runs in less than three hours. And I can barely beat the first three floors right. in that time. Like Breath of the Wild speedruns are like 40 minutes. Bro, I can't get off the Great Plateau in 40 minutes. Yeah. This... I like my online games. You don't have to worry about it. It's just, there's no, this more, I don't know. To me, speedruns are just kind of, eh. 
like, yeah, I, I think it's cool that someone's actually figured out how to do it and do it that fast, and that's awesome. But at the same time, you're taking all the fun out of it, in my opinion. Sure, so, sure. Uh, but let's reduce this down to the context of a racing game, where a speedrun is logically the winner. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going for, like, a racing game and you're trying to get the best speed, then yeah, sure, I get that. So, like... That's what track me. I don't know what that... I've never... Um, the easiest basically, way... Hot Wheels. Yeah. Imagine you are racing Hot Wheels, say, yeah. and you gotta make it through a certain number of checkpoints and reach the end. It doesn't matter what check order you get the checkpoints in. But you gotta hit all the checkpoints. Correct. That's fair, but... Eh. I don't know, I just, I'm more of a shooter game, like, New World's probably about the, well, we can't say New World, Diablo's about the furthest I'll go out of a shooter, it's more like MMORPG stuff. Diablo, like, I just, I just have difficulties playing other games and have them keep me interested long enough, and for there to be enough going on to keep me... See, that's part of why I really fucking like Japanese role-playing games. Like, holy fucking shit, Blue Dragon... Blue Dragon, I played that game, and nothing but that game, I think, for, like, at least nine months. Hear me out, though. I'm on the side of Mike on JRPGs, in that you kind of have to be feeling it, because it's an investment. Yeah. At okay. least in multiplayer games, you can hop in, and you might have a good match, you might have a bad match, but that's it. You aren't on the hook for, maybe you gotta get through this dungeon so that you can save, or you got a really big boss battle you're in the middle of, and it's going to take another 20 minutes. I've also been, like, sim-style sim games. Those I just yeah, find relaxing. Yeah, me and Mike recently have I just, fucking, I just find those things so relaxing. They're just like, I've had a bad day. These, there's no... There, there's no reason to get mad at them. I mean, you can get mad at, like, some of the... Like, because in Jurassic Park, on one of the islands, you'll have a storm, like, a fucking tornado come through, and I had it... Like, I just started getting it going. Barely started making a profit. Here comes a tornado and takes out, like, a million dollars worth of my buildings. And I'm like... Right, like... Well? Show me the video of a dude raging over city skylines and smashing his keyboard. I don't think there is one. Because, like, like, the end of the day, the game, like how Mike says, the games are pretty relaxing. It's so fucking peaceful and non-aggressive, like... Even when you're fighting dinosaurs, like making dinosaurs fight each other in Jurassic Park Evolution. <laughs> like, just watching him, just wait, oh look, hey look, there's a dinosaur attack, let's go watch it because we're not doing anything what else. man, woman, or child does not want to watch two velociraptors fight a T-Rex? That's fair. Vegans. I guarantee That's you, awesome. you listen, <laughs> I guarantee you, if you put a fucking... I know, I don't know. Listen, maybe I think you're wrong because I've never heard the vegans protest in Jurassic Park. They That's because it's fake, but if you actually made them real, I'm sure they would have an they would have a different opinion on it. I mean, we did make chicken dinosaurs. We did. Pretty sure we did that happened over in Russia. Of course they did. They, like, managed to splice a chicken with, uh, dinosaur DNA. Let me take a look at this. Yeah. I know, I know, like, I've been doing, listening to a lot of YouTube videos and reading stuff, articles and stuff about dinosaurs. Lately, my youngest son's really into dinosaurs. 
so I'm trying to educate myself, you know. Hey, man, he's not even two, and he can say Brachiosaurus. So, like, I would not to toot my own horn or anything. But I learned recently about there's a bunch of dinosaurs that when originally found were put together and made they're like this is this thing yeah like it turned out iguana, not to be right like the iguanodon they were like oh my god it's got a rhino horn that's so fucking cool look at this badass dinosaur and then like as we gain more knowledge of anatomy and the anatomy the anatomical structure pardon okay so the anatomical structure of things you we learned that's not a horn bro that's a thumb <laughs> so an important update that was actually satire widely circulated satire i kind of figured the shelf life of dinosaur dna makes jurassic park an impossibility yeah it's only like what 500 years i think uh they said it's unlikely I've... to live longer than a million years well i was looking i think it was one of the like i watch a lot of my shit on facebook i like uh like some of the other ones I watch on there, like Weird History, Infographic Shows. I'll, I'll sit there and watch it. That shit for fucking five hours. That that shit, I'll watch that all day. YouTube. I, I listen to a lot of other I'll get lost in YouTube. Sorry um, that I stay away from YouTube. But, like, I'll watch people do just dumb shit. You ever just, like, look up fights on YouTube? I'll go watch people... Like, dude, go through theme parks. I, I would just go watch dumb shit on... I work midnights, man. So, like, some, like I, I gotta keep myself up. You ever watch Penguin Zero Slap Fights videos? Yeah. You ever, you ever, watch, ever watch Bump Fights? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you guys remember when the Bump Fights guy got on Dr. Phil dressed as Dr. Phil? <laughs> mm, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, oh God. Listen, that was th- those were simpler times in our life when one of the biggest societal problems we had was the bum fights guy. He's probably still a problem, but just now we have bigger problems. Yeah. Oh, so nah. Uh, up next, who are we gonna use for this segment? What do you mean? We're going to give D&D stats to. We didn't discuss this before today. Okay, so... The alien form of the main character from Avatar. The James Cameron movie. The James Cameron movie? Alright. Okay, I definitely feel like that thing would be... That thing is going to have a 20 in dexterity. Oh yeah, that thing... Absolutely a max dex. Absolute fucking... But it's not a rogue. No. No. But, it's not so a rogue. But that the, thing was so it's agile. It's a Beastmaster. I don't know if you could call it a Beastmaster because it has it's like, like a, a symbiotic relation. It's like, it's like yeah. a druid. They're more of a druid. That's fair. So, Jake Sully. Right. his name. Um, fucking, listen. He's gotta have, I want to say, probably like a 15 in strength. Because they're not... They're not overly strong. There are predators on that planet. They're not extraordinarily strong, but they definitely ain't weak. No, but even like 
in comparison to where they live, right? There's this problem with. I mean, climbing them trees ain't like, easy. Like climbing them trees ain't easy, but like, think about it in comparison to where they live. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's fucking huge. Thing is fucking huge. Okay, but there are predators that eat them. There could be other biological factors at play in that too, such as the air that they breathe, uh, lending itself to a different kind of respiration. Yeah, and for cells. Yeah, let's say on a cellular level, there is what you're talking about. But isn't that like most D and D characters too? Like any other kinds? I mean, you know, they're obviously going to be breathing probably a little different because they're not like think about the. Oh, uh, so no, he's talking about. I mean, there's a difference between being on a planet that has no oxygen or has noxious gases on it and maybe training in zero uh, training in a hundred times gravity for a while like Goku you know so you know like you've seen Avatar man the humans can't really stay outside mm -hmm. without respirators like at all so obviously that and then the V like whenever they get Sully out of uh out of what like army prison yeah and ship him off in the helicopter like the commander steps out and takes a couple shots and then has to put a mask on and step inside yeah I think it's 15 strength 20 dex for sure 20 dex constitution probably a 10 10 or 12 I say a 12 sounds more cause like they're they're meaty but they're not like Arrows can kill them. They kill each other with arrows. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're skinny enough that they can't really absorb that much damage. A charisma? Zero. And mm. maybe three. If we're talking versus other races. Yeah, let's they be fair. They are very hostile. Well, their emotions are very apparent in how they speak and how they carry themselves whenever they talk. They did, yeah, definitely, yeah. Wear their heart on their sleeve. That's a good way to put it. But that ne doesn't necessarily make them uncharismatic. It just makes them poor at deception. So, I would say they have maybe an 8 or a 9. Yeah, on um, wisdom. Depending on what you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about their world, yeah, but anything else other than that, it's probably going to be a eh. Jake Sully... He was spurred a lot by emotion during that whole movie, so I'm gonna grant that he's not very wise. No, but like he's not extremely wise. Getting himself nearly killed. Them as a race don't function like that. Sully does. So Sully himself is not that wise. I'd like to say that the V as a whole. Well, I thought we were doing a character. Not no, no, no. <laughs> we're doing. I'm just. I just want to point out. Oh that yeah. The v as a whole. Yeah, like, Sully, Sully himself is not... That's what I'm saying. ...wise. No, but the Navi, the Navi as a whole are very wise. Very, very wise. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Navi. The Avatar is one of my favorite fucking movies, dude. I'll watch Avatar four times in one day. So... And then go to sleep because there's no time left in the day to do anything else. So for the intelligence, what do you think? Like a 17, like, because Jake is like... Hold on, though. 
they're entirely mystified by machines. But Jake is not. Right. We're talking about Jake is Jake a military soldier, and in his and his in his uh, Avatar body, you know, we'll say like Avatar One. By the end of it, he has an extensive knowledge of not only the way that the military that they're fighting against is going to fight because he's been in it, mm-hmm. but of the ecosystem and where to make this fight happen that they are most likely to get a bunch of random help from wildlife. That's a very good character analysis. That was some strategic genius. Like, that was, oh my god, that that whole scene in the movie where they fly, they like literally chase them into the big valley with all the big drake things flying back and forth that aren't mounted on, like, they just live here. They are just unhappy that there are these big... You are in restricted airspace, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, the Navi, they have such a symbiotic relationship with the the life there that, like, the Navi are just, like... For them being there, it's like, uh, yeah, whatever. uh, Just another living thing here. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... The Navi, I would like to think, on a world full of alpha predators, the Navi, compared to a human, are an alpha predator, but on Pandora, the Navi are like the canaries that clean the crocodile's teeth. Mm-hmm. I would like to think they're a little higher up the food chain than that, especially with their impact on the ecology of the planet, considering they're tied into the forests. True. Well, yeah, but there's different tribes. Like, we see only the forest tribes of people. Isn't that the the whole thing about the next one? The next one's supposed to be about the ocean. So, Pandora. See, but that follows along the same lines as Orson Scott Card and Speaker for the Dead, where the Pequeninas were being controlled by the Descalada to either burn forests or create more forests, depending on if the planet needed more global cooling or warming. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say he's got a... 15 in strength. Right. 20 in depth. 12 in constitution. Six in wisdom. Like a 17 in intelligence? Yeah, I give him a 17. And like a 9 in charisma. He did manage to persuade an entire tribe of people who thought that he was their enemy. I mean, that ain't uncharismatic. That's no. pretty fucking charismatic, if you ask me. Uh, see, but he only... Like, he didn't really persuade them. He acted That's... like an ass. His girlfriend persuaded him. His girlfriend did persuade them. You are right. Yeah. No, his charisma's kind of ass. Yeah, he was... St- I mean, he didn't know their culture. And rather than act humbly, he was arrogant and... A fucking jackass. And like the whole point of the movie 
is that like he learns to not be a jackass. Right. Uh, I don't know that whole movie, man. The first time I saw that, I I was pretty young, and I was like, "This is a science fiction masterpiece." That was like, there was a reason it was a blockbuster hit, and the reason it took what twelve years to make. Oh my! Look, that like. And this one's taking longer. It is taking longer. It's got a lot of expectations to fulfill, and James Cameron really wants to fulfill them. Oh man, I'm pretty hyped. Another another piece of news that we've gotten not that recently was the Avatar PS5 game trailer. The wait, we're talking like Atla or oh, we're getting a game spinoff, huh? Yeah, it's and a, that only took twenty years after the first. <laughs> it's gonna be a PS5. Go figure, it's an Avatar movie. Because like they want to take it. To the maximum spec, like, that a PS5 can handle. Right. Because of how James Cameron is with... That's what I'm saying. That's why it's taking 20 years to make it. Exactly. They gotta make it as good a quality as the movie that's so that you can play the movie. I just hope that it doesn't suffer the fate that a lot of other Boken movie spinoffs did. And what is that fate? Do you ever play the Aragon video game? No, I saw the movie though, so I don't think I need. He doesn't need more disappointment in so, his life. The movie was a bad take on the book, and the video game was a bad take on the movie. Oh my god. Well, last so, episode we were talking, you said that Aragon never killed any multi dimensional beings. Um, a shade. Well, I'm, I, I haven't read the books probably like three or four years. You know what? Actually, <coughs> that what, point, Was Durza, like... They are summoned. Yeah, because Durza wasn't from, like, here. What was the name? Allegasia. Mm-hmm. Allegasia. Yeah. Durza was, like, an ethereal, otherworldly, like, spooky dude. They live in a haunted house out in the void. Yeah. So, like, I'd like to say that he did, in fact. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Killed a multidimensional being. Well, while pretty unexperienced. Unintentionally, though. He wasn't expecting it to work. Was he expecting any of his fight fight plans to work, really? Against the shade? No. No, I he was just any of his opponents. Would. That's kind of like, I'd like to say, that's kind of like Aragon's MO. is like, fucking shit, I hope this works. Oh, that worked. That's almost how I play Professor Gestalt in our D&D I was animation. just about to say that. I was like, Alex, that sounds like the character you play in D&D right now. He's just like, let's I hope have, this works. I have an ex machina for this. Let's see if I can make it work. Go. No. Next ex machina. Go. Yes. I have a, I have a sphere of annihilation that I oh. can't control for that five he, turns. That he spent, no, like, I don't know. I think it was a good, like, five or six try. Like, it was at least five tries. Five minutes of him, like, 
Just like, come here. Ho! Nope. <laughs> That's a little too close for comfort. Go to the door. Dodge. I'm going to get it in the door, guys. Just give me a second. Blow up the door. No. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to put it back in the bag. That was... After the first door, I was just like, you know what? I need the talisman of the spheres for this. I can't be doing this. This is going back in the bag. <laughs> he will get... He will probably end up getting the talisman. There's a, there's a reason that I ended up, you know, I gave him the sphere of annihilation. So, is there any other... You guys got any, anything you guys want to, you want to cover? Anything you guys thought, thought of for the week? Anything you've seen this week? Gaming-wise, any tweets? Warzone clips? I don't know, you watch Warzone clips, Mike? No. Actually, I did catch one the other day of, uh, I think it was Big Puffer playing Warzone. He's playing the new event map where there's, like, some giant-ass Nazi train that you're supposed to blow up. I'm not kidding on this shit. It sounds awesome. Except all like the textures on his game are super low res. Half the characters are missing. Whenever the train comes through, it's invisible. Um, basically, his whole game is just fucked. It's just some absolute nonsense he's seen on his screen for an entire match. I like that. I like watching. Like, randomizers? Randomizers really, uh... Dude, randomizers fucking crack me up. If you've never, if you've never watched a randomizer, uh, go watch Majora's Mask, randomized by uh, God. Who does that one? What's the Alex shows me one, showed me one. There's plenty of people that do, but uh, it was probably Vine Sauce. I'm gonna yeah, I was gonna say it's probably Vine Sauce, and you will you will thank me later when you go watch Majora's Mask randomized because that is. Some fun shit. It's either extremely rewarding, like it feels like you just won a lottery when you didn't even know you were playing it, or you get robbed whenever you really expected something great. Alright guys, let's... Uh, top three retro video games. Mike, go. Retro video games? Yeah, what's the cutoff point here? Yeah, what are we considering retro? We're considering like PS2 and back since PS2, PS2 and has back. been discontinued. PS2 and back. PS2 and back. Oh, oh fuck, bro. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, obviously, it's gonna be number one every Super time. Super Mario Brothers isn't on. Oh, actually, yeah, absolutely. But the original. The original on the NES, bro. There is nothing. There is no better game than that. I mean, I guess. That, that's video. the game I grew up playing. So it's um. Bro, I played so many games. Uh, Siphon Filter is not bad. Uh, Siphon Filter? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't heard about that one in a long while. Yeah. Yeah, it was an old game, but uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted on the PS2. Bro, right. I had so much time invested in that. Most Wanted and Underground are definitely fan favorites. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Hands down. Those are probably the two only two Need for Speed games that I even. I mean, I had a Viper and most wanted that. I, nothing, no cop could catch me. 
and then so my brother got a hold of my memory card and uh, got my car impounded. I don't like racing games where you have the. Uh, <laughs> I was. I really, I really don't like racing games where you have like the open map. Oh, I do, dude. That's why I love the new, like the most new uh, Need for Speed. I think it's Heat. That's actually a pretty decent one. It's an open map, but you get to customize your thing. You get to play at night or day. Night time is the only time you have to really worry about cops. Yeah. And that's actually so, a lot of fun. So that's that's pretty good. If the open world is so interesting to you, how do you feel about Forza Horizon? I haven't played it. Forza I don't play. Horizon. I don't like. Never actually played Forza games, ever... honestly. Oh man, Forza's. But Forza's only place... on Xbox. I'm a PlayStation lover, boy, no. but. It's on PlayStation. It's on PC too. Yeah, it's on PC. Too. No, I haven't but played it honestly. I might check I'm, it out. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a PlayStation title? lover boy. Hmm? No, what I think it's a Microsoft title or oh. like. You can likely find it on Steam if nothing else. Yeah, but like Forza's. Forza's top notch. I've watched our T game make a three wheeled car that can drag race faster than anything else. Don't make it take a turn though. Right. Oh man, I've seen a lot of, a lot of those like three wheel cars that, dude. So that's your three, like Super Mario Brothers, Need for Speed Most Wanted, and Siphon Filter. Well, no, I'm gonna take that back on Siphon Filter. Tony Hawk's Underground. Okay. Tony Hawk's Underground. All right, my three. Those three. Yeah. Number one. That was a favorite childhood game. Of number too. one. No, but <laughs> neither. Out of it. Nobody's gonna argue this. At least not for me, because of like a personal thing. Street Fighter Two. Alpha, or not Alpha, Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, or uh, number 2, is uh, probably Street Fighter Alpha 3. You got two Street Fighter games? Uh, yeah. I love them that much. And number 3 is Final Fantasy 10 on the PlayStation 2. Final Fantasy 10 on the PlayStation 2 is the, was the motherfucking pinnacle of turn-based gaming. Like, I don't know. I guess if you take away Street Fighter 2... Or Street Fighter Alpha, you got. See, I can't really pick some rude three favorite games from the PlayStation Two era, because that's like, man, you had. They don't have to be from the PlayStation Two. No, 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 like from and back. Paul. Like I'm see, look from even and back. So you got Legend of Zelda's Majora's Mask, Street Fighter Two. And, well, yeah, we'll go Final Fantasy X. Majora's Mask is a solid entry there. I have, yeah, I'm going to change it up. My solid, yeah, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Street Fighter II, and then... Yeah. Alright. Well, for me, I'm going to say that my number one is absolutely, hands down, SLAI. Steel Lancer Arena International. That game is the titties. That game is better than titties. I remember the first time I played that game, like, mind was blown. I am so up for a remaster, a remake, something. Listen, guys, if you're out there, please, we need it. Tell them to remake it. We need it. People, people will play it. I'll play it. You guys will play it. Mike will play it. He doesn't even like mech games. I guarantee you, we show him 30 seconds. A gameplay? He's fucking sold. So, it's an arena-based mech combat game. It's extremely fast-paced. You have two weapons on your arms, two weapons on your shoulders, an optical camouflage button. 
and you want to destroy as many opponents as you can until it's time to skedaddle. Dude, the, uh, the customization. Yes, the customization The level is of customization on your mech. You can have different handguns, different shoulder guns, different, you know, spy, you can have spider legs, tank treads, you can have mech legs. You can have a fucking steamroller. Yeah, it's like you got just one big wheel. Like, yeah, oh man. The, the different mech classes, the different mech companies. Okay, but number one was SLA, Alex, here, and it's supposed to give us your three. So. I think, too, I'm going to have to go with Shadowrun Returns for the PC. Um, it was a very solid entry into what Shadowrun used to be. And it plays a whole lot like D&D, which a lot of players can get behind. Oh, yeah. Oh, hands down. Let's see. For three, I actually think I'm going to match you with uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. It's just too much of a classic. It had too much of a place in my childhood. Oh, man, like, <clears throat> Majora's Mask, I <clears throat> want to say I spent so much time as a little kid, so much time, trying to, trying to figure out those temples, trying to, trying to figure out where I could get new masks. Trying and to like, beat that moon. <clears throat> yeah, dude, fighting Majora, that probably took me three to six months as a child. <clears throat> I tried so many weeks just fighting it with the Zora mask, and then one day my brother figured it out, or found a way to figure it out, and we got the Fierce Deity mask and put the smackdown on it. Oh man, that was, I remember the first time, I, I didn't know about it until, I it was either one of my buddies at school, I don't, I don't remember who it was, somebody told me. They're like, oh, you get all your masks away, and then you get this mask. And I was like, all right, all right, I can, I can do that. And I went home that day, and I got the Pierce Stadium mask, and I, I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh my lord, this is, this is like, Link, if you went to the gym every day for three hundred years. This yeah, as a kid, we were just like, wow, did Link get swole? Like, this is like, like, dude's got like an anime eyeballs, he's got armor on top of his tunic, his sword is like a DNA double helix that meets at, the point, at a point, he can fling magic out his sword, like, he's taller than adult Link? That was weird to me, I was like, damn, this dude's huge, but like, I also thought it was weird when you fought the sandworm guy, what was his name, Twin Mold? Yes. Oh, Mike, have you never played Majora's Mask? I've never played Zelda games there. My god. You Mike. were missing out on the gold holographic cartridge and I'm everything? A, I'm, oh. a, I'm a shooter. I like my shooters. I just injected That's what Colin I... with pure nostalgia. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It had this beautiful, like, gold sparkling cartridge oh, with I've a holographic them. front on it. I've seen them. It was the sexiest looking N64 cartridge. Oh, the hands down. You want another N64 My cousin game? had all. My cousin was a Nintendo, so he's played them all, but I've just never played them. It's just... One of my favorite, probably all-time favorite, N64 games, right alongside Majora's Mask, 
Double of seven, Goldeneye. Double of seven, Goldeneye? Nah. I didn't like Goldeneye too much. What was the other one? It was uh, The World Is Not Enough, I think is. On the N64, when I had the N64, I had N64 from probably like five to eight. Okay, and I, the thing I remember playing the most was Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, I remember playing a fuckload of Mario Party. I ruined my palms. I just yeah. remember how I got a free game just by beating the first level of the game that my uncle couldn't beat. It was Medal of Honor front, uh, Frontline, I think is what it was. He had to storm the beaches and normally he could not figure out how to do it. I beat it in like five minutes and I go, I beat the first level. He goes, you can take it home with you then. I don't know. I ain't going to play it. Wow. <laughs> so I got a free game. That's pretty cool. I never got any free games like that. And it wasn't even that hard. I was yes, like, bro. remember the first game that you beat? That, like, on your own, you didn't get any help from, like, your dad or, you know, brothers, sisters, moms. The only one that I can really remember, remember, Bad Company 2. Battlefield Bad Company 2. So, the first one that I remember, like, buying on my own, beating on my own was Darksiders, the first Darksiders game. And that, like, I mean, again, that felt a lot like Legend of Zelda. If you've ever played Darksiders, you know what I'm talking about. It's I've actually played it. Darksiders is like the, the child of God of War and the child of Zelda. And they just, yeah, they just have the perfect baby. It's, I love it. The first one's amazing. The second one is not quite as good because they made it less like Zelda and more, you know, they had a big focus on the, uh, the what do you call them, fucking, the, the uh, equipment. God damn, the word wasn't coming to me. More so, RPG elements, a little yeah. less adventure. Yeah, more RPG elements and a little less adventure. Is what would you say the worst game you've ever, like, most people consider, like, a very bad game that you actually enjoyed? I'd have to say mine would be Two Worlds. Your worst, best game? Yes. Two Worlds. Best, worst game? Best, worst game? Two Worlds is definitely a contender. Definitely Bro, I beat, contender. The, I beat that game. Like, it took me a while to figure it out. Once I figured it out, I was like, oh, I these graphics hard. suck ass, but this game is actually fun. Oh, that game was fun <laughs> as hell. I, the I, graphics just, it did not do it justice, and the second one definitely didn't do it any better. No. Because I tried about, that one too. The funny thing about Two Worlds is that it's kind of set up like a poorly managed D&D campaign in that you can speedrun the game in less than 10 minutes without any technical knowledge or skills of the game. One of the old men in the first village that you go to is actually the BBEG of the game, and if you get him to attack you and actually get him to hit one of the other villagers, all the village will pile on him and kill him, winning the game. Yeah. Like, it's already bad, but winning is that bad, too. See, that that game was fucking horrible. My, my best worst game, and I'm going to catch flight for this. I'm going to say a lot of people hated on Diablo 3. I really liked Diablo 3. Um, I just felt like... I See, I played it on console, and I felt like it was 
way better than Diablo 1 on console. And to defend myself, I will have to say that I had not played Diablo 2 before the first time I played Diablo 3. Yeah, but, well, I mean, it's not exactly a travesty to say that you enjoyed Diablo 3. You can enjoy a game for what it is. I mean, yeah. Just because it's a downgrade from Diablo 2 doesn't mean that you can't find it fun. Oh, no, well, listen, having played Diablo 2 now... I'm gonna have to say that, like, what the fuck was Blizzard thinking? How, how, how is that the child of that? Yeah, I that was kind of my thought because I had actually played two a little bit before three had ever come out. Well, whenever two was still big, like and new and stuff, right. I was playing it over at a friend's house. Lord of Destruction. Yeah, and after I played three, I was like, nah, this this just ain't the same. I because I beat it in no time. I was like, okay, I'm bored. I don't want to run through it again with the same... It's just boring. Yeah, it is. It was just a very boring game to very try and boring. play. Oh, trust me. Like, I beat it one time, and I was like, oh, okay, that was, like, kind of a neat story, but <clears throat> not really the best. But that's also the kind of the way I feel about Halo Reach, the one where they actually... Or, no, no, not Reach. Uh, what is it? ODST, when they first introduced the... The med packs, the game, the one where they, it was the first I, I one wanna, where I want to say yeah. you ended that up game wandering was, around Mumbai for like minutes at a time with half your health. Because oh no, you it wasn't. Find a that pack. wasn't even my problem. I beat it on normal and legendary within a time span of about a week. Fair enough. It was it was just stupid easy because I'm used to playing games where my health doesn't regenerate. So I'm used to just n always having to worry about my health, so I'm constantly like... You're already playing conservatively. I'm already playing the way it should be because I'm used to being like, oh, they're down there. I want to be... I'm not going to stand on the open and just start blasting. I want to be behind this cover so that Listen, I can... Listen, <laughs> Mike, it's Halo, and you're a Spartan, and I... But in this one here, no, you work... If you want... You're not a Spartan in ODST? No. No, you're a shot you're, Why the fuck does anybody play that game? It was a good game. It actually wasn't a, like, I when I say a it's a Spartan. bad game, I just meant in the fact of just how easy Dude, the last was. Halo game I played was Halo 2. I, like, the only re I think the only reason I even bought it was for the freaking horde mode they had in it. Because okay. you could add the little things where the, if you, all the little headshots would just turn them all to confetti. Oh yeah. my god. I had yeah. that shit turned on, bro. I would just sit there and play that shit for hours just doing I nothing but headshots. Reach. Just the birthday one party. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Birthday, yeah. Birthday party skill. Dude, my favorite... Fucking Halo game was Reach though. I didn't really play anything. Yeah, so Reach wasn't too much bad. before, three too much after. I, I played I, I a lot of uh, Halo Two with the kids in my neighborhood. We would they would come over like, like you know London and those guys would all play Halo Two. That's the first time I had experienced somebody naming your somebody something like your mom and AIDS and herpes and things like that and oh, I'd yeah. be like herpes got killed by your mom oh my my lord that was <clears throat> that was some super awesome stuff I remember laughing for hours on that stuff modern <laughs> warfare modern war modern warfare 2 lobbies <laughs> bro that that shit's classic that, that shit would be you'd have so, you'd have so many people trying to shut down call of duty Oh man! See, <laughs> those those honestly, lobbies were still around. I to get like a little philosophical. Those still around. To That's get a little philosophical, I think that like bullying on that level needs to become mainstream again. 
Because, like, in a lobby like that, it's not, like, mainstream. And I feel like when we were able to talk to each other as negatively as we wanted to while shooting each other, it was, it was like an outlet. It was more of an outlet. And it made the world a better place. Like, you wanted, <laughs> you, you had a bad day. You wanted to yell at someone. You're going to defend. You go online and just start yelling at everybody. To some level, like, okay, don't be, don't be dropping N, the N-word. Don't, you know... But like, as you, long you as you're setting a bar for this. Okay, yeah. You don't be a racist piece of shit. You, you know, don't be racist, don't sexist, or anything like that. But don't you know? Don't harass it, just harass him just because a girl. But like, listen, if somebody All headshots you, all the rest of the you, trash talk is on the table. If somebody has forty-five kills and you know for a fact that thirty-six of those kills are him one-shotting you as soon as you peek your head out of any fucking random surface that you do. Okay, you can, yeah, you can send him a message on Xbox or on PlayStation Network and be like, listen, God, here, those faggot, were the Yeah, that shit was fucking time. great. Okay? You get like, kicked off. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I remember those kills. I get a kill Back some. in the day, you know, you, people would get salty and they would tell you exactly what they thought. And it was I'm just, a developer and I'm banning your account. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what happened in the days of being like, my uncle works at Activision, and I fucking, <clears throat> I just got you banned. The closest I've ever come to a Modern Warfare 2 lobby in every, anything ever is Alex knows what I'm going to say. Chivalry. Chivalry. Those, they're like... I don't I, know what it is about medieval games. Alex showed me that. He, Alex over here showed me chivalry. He was like, hey man, you ever seen this game? And I was like, no, okay. He's like, come over here and watch this. I walk over to his computer, and I'm standing there next to him, and he's loaded into a match, and he loads into a match, and immediately I just see the chat on the side go, going ham. And I was just like, this is a modern warfare lobby. And he's like, yeah, it gets really bad sometimes, especially when you play real late at night. And i like, oh, man, chivalry's fun as hell. Have you ever played any chivalry, Mike? Nope. So, on the one hand, it's a first-person shooter, melee combat MMO. So you swinging your sword. A lot of the advanced players will pull nonsensical shit off on you, like they'll walk up to you, beginning a swing by, like, putting their sword over their head, but then do a 180 and then cleave you from the bottom up. Turn around and then cleave you down. It's called like a rainbow swing or a butterfly swing? Rainbow strike, yeah. Rainbow strike? Yeah. My favorite, like, first person, or not, it's not first person, but my favorite uh, MMO fucking, like, melee game? The words aren't coming to me. I'm really fucking stoned, man. (laughs) The, uh, is For Honor. And that's because... Listen, the Berserker in that game, I feel like it's super unfair. And somebody who's been playing it since the beta, I don't play it anymore, but, like, the people who play it all the time and the guys who have been playing since the beta, like, they, oh, my God, Berserk is just so good. He's got open amount of mix-ups, a whole bunch of them. Hyper armor on swings past the third. His abilities are good, like throwing axe. Yeah. You're a two and you're at a bar and a half of health. Let me just run up on you and yeah, you're done. That's it. You didn't even have to fight. I didn't even have to fight you. Or like a zerk can take on more than one person. I don't say up to two, 
sing and like confidently three if they're really sticking their nose in the dirt and you know fighting hard 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 um unless two of the three are conquerors and then that zerk just needs to tuck his head between his legs and kiss his fucking ass goodbye because that zerk is screwed see one thing about for honor that chivalry does not have is the whole like combat and movement system that for honor does Froner very specifically locks you into a one v one situation. Well, not necessarily. Well, not a one v one, but but that the movement is set up for slow movement in between swings, as somebody would actually fight. Whereas chivalry, it's first person shooter movement. So You're people, fucking running, my dude. Let's keep people like crack sprinting around the the fucking arenas. Right, like the high-level players are running around doing nutso bullshit that you don't even understand. And yeah, oh, I remember the first time I watched you play Chivalry, and I was just like, listen, motherfucker, I have, like, zero clue what's going on right now because these people are, like, running around doing backflips with the point of their sword never leaving a single point. It's like doing back around the points of their swords, and it's, yeah, I'm the... That was some wild shit. I was like, how do you play, like, how do new people play this game when every person is this good? You don't. It's a very steep skill level. It's like, like you get really good, and then add, then you're basically, actually, at that point, just average. Yes, precisely. <laughs> okay. Once that's... you're a god, you're among the rest of the choir. Yeah. See, that is, part of that's why I like JRPGs and RPGs. Single player RPGs so much. They give you a chance to take the break from the competitive skill environment. Well, and put it purely into the realm of the mind. Almost all of my competitive skill when it comes to games is in card games. Like in video games, I've never really played. Like, like I said, I grew up playing, like, I, I guess I could probably. Street prob Fighter. Listen. Yeah, that's a competitive, bro. You can't Listen. say that. You've I know. whooped my ass in Street Fighter so many times. You actively look for people to whoop in Street Fighter. I guess I do. Yes, I I yes, be, you do. I should be honest about that. I mean, you've asked me multiple times. You want to play Street Fighter? No, Colin. Why? Because yeah. I don't. I don't play fighting games. First off. Listen, you have a stupid loose definition of fighting games too. I'm gonna say this live right now so that all of you guys can hear this. Arkham Asylum is not a fighting game. Alright? All right? 58 minutes and 39 <laughs> seconds I need to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's, I mean, in the same way that Assassin's Creed is not a fighting game, Batman games definitely are not fighting games. Like, uh, listen to me. Do you fight in those games? Yes. But by that man. definition... Fuck. You fight in Mario. The whole goal of the original fucking Donkey Kong is to punch that monkey in the face and steal your girlfriend back. Like, that's a so fighting game. So she can go game. back to him, like, and then after, like, not only him for a while, she goes to a turtle? Like, <laughs> like listen. You dude, obviously aren't good enough, bro. My, my favorite <laughs> meme of all time is the Mario gets to the end of the Bowser castle and Toad's like, sorry, dude. Your girlfriend's not here, and then Mario loses his shit. I remember because, like, watching that. Even as a child, 
I would, I would like, by the third level, I was like, damn, am I ever going to find Princess Peach? I, I'm starting to think this bitch is trying to stay away from me. Like, Yeah, for the amount of times she gets abducted, you would think she would at least invest some money into making herself abduction-proof, maybe fortifying her castle or something. Keep Mario around because apparently he's the only one that can get her back. Like, right, every he's time he's just like, no, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, it's like they got to send him, like, Emails or like snail mail, like it's always like Mario. We need to like no. Listen, Luigi. They need to let him shine in the Mushroom Kingdom because he is dependable. He has cleared out not one, not two, but three, four haunted mansions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget all the off-screen work he put in during the Thousand-Year Door, because uh, he actually goes on his own off-screen adventure during the Thousand-Year Door, and you get to run in with him and catch up with him during the various chapters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly the most amazing adventure. But it's an adventure, yeah. Where he's the star. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, look. Right, we're he gonna doesn't talk have about... to be the shadow. Alright, let's one more quick subject and then and then we're gonna wrap this up. Favorite video game protagonist. Alex. Oh, I'm starting this one. That's tough. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a moment to think about that. See, it's I've got, like, two that I would say every time. Two solid ones. First one, Cloud Strife. That, like, I hate to sound like a stupid weeb fanboy, but, like, I played Final Fantasy VII a bunch. A bunch. I, I own it on my PlayStation 5. Well, played, I bought it on the PlayStation 4, but I own it on my PlayStation 5. I own it on my Nintendo Switch. I own it on my PS Vita. Like... I, and yeah, it's one of my all-time favorite video games. And secondary, Link. You cannot tell me Link is not up there with your all-time, like, the two look like I want to cross some shit the dude's doing. Also, hear me out, though. Link doesn't talk or have really a significant character growth. He's simply... What the fuck do you mean? The whole goddamn game Ocarina of Time is about Link growing up. Literally the plot of the game, guys. Literally the plot of the game is skipping seven years into the future. Yeah, because he doesn't want to go through puberty and all that shit. He just wants to like wake up one day with a hairy chest... Well, and he doesn't get the choice. His balls but. dropped, and... I mean, no, like, look, he had to fight Ganon, and he had to be an adult to do that, because he couldn't pull the Master Sword out as a child. Right. No, but obviously he doesn't deserve it. If you gotta skip seven years, you gotta pull a sword out of this. He had to sit, skip seven years so that he could physically... No, wait, he pulled it out as a child, and then spent seven years passed out in the Chamber of Secrets. I think it's the, the Chamber of Time, because, yeah, the Chamber of Secrets is a Harry Potter <laughs> thing. I mean, that's I, the same shit. So he had to collect some magic rocks. <laughs> he had to collect some magic rocks to get in there. And it went, look, he was in there for seven years. But yeah, he pulled it as a child. What about you, Mike? I don't know, bro. 
I don't. I play nameless characters in multiplayer I play games. games. Yeah. Or okay. if I don't, it's an MMO where I make the characters. So like. Well, who's your favorite Destiny character? That's not like you. Like Lord Shax or fucking Zavala, Cade Six. Cade. Isn't that the smart-ass robot uh, hunter? Yeah, 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 I love him, man. He's just fucking funny. Kate, yeah, Kate Six is pretty funny. Alex. Because we're going to finish this one, and I got one more for all of us. Hmm. I'm still stumped. I couldn't really call any one of them particularly better than the others for various reasons. They've all got their ups and downs. No, you gotta pick at least one. Well, like, I've personal got favorite. Like, games that you've, in games that you've played, a personal favorite. Mm. I mean, like, you guys, what do you think, dude? You've had all these options. You got Link. You know, you've I've got, got Shepard. You've so got Shepard. You've got the the slave guy from I can't remember his name from fucking uh, the Bioshock. You you know, you've got any of the heroes from Diablo, one, two, and three. You know, fuck Borderlands. Yeah, actually, Borderlands. That's what I'm, I'm about. For, yeah. I mean, the, uh, what was it, the engineer? The engineer in Borderlands 3? Yeah. Uh, I think that's, like, the, yeah, engineer, maybe? I broke I the know. hell out of that class before even realizing what the meta was. Yeah. And, and once you like, realize wow. the meta, that was fucking insane, dude. Other people optimized my own build for me. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> my, alright, so the last one is top three comic book characters. You can, it can be basic bitches here. But I won't. I mean, I think my top one is Rorschach. Rorschach's the shit. That is a good top one. And the Watchmen. My top one is an absolute tie, and that is between Spawn and the X Man Bishop. I'm unfamiliar with Bishop. Uh, he has like energy projection powers and the absorption. You like shoot him with a ray gun and he can absorb the blast and then punch you with the fist. Huh. The power of the blast. Uh, I don't know. He's, I always thought he was really cool. He's from the future. It's like a commando, rogue commander of some rebel troops, or mutants. He has the mutant brand, the big M over his eye. And then number two is also. Uh, an X-Man, and that's Nightcrawler. And number three, number three is probably, what's his, like, the, John Constantine. And I was wanted to call him the Hellblazer, and I was like, it's Hellblazer, that's just what he is, but John Constantine, and that's because that guy, like, he is so prepared to fuck over magical beings that even the cigarettes he smokes are actually combinations of herbs and stuff that are magical wars. Like, everything about this, this man's life, down to the motherfucking vices in it, 
prevent him from being fucked over and aid him in fucking over magical creatures and demons and things of that nature. Also, his attitude, he's like a super cynical Doctor Strange. Like, realistically, if you knew how fucked the actual world was all of the time, you would probably act a lot more like John Constantine than Dr. Stephen Strange. Mike, top three? <laughs> I only have one that's Deadpool because I don't read comics. I don't know. I mean, you know, you've seen movies. You know other comic book characters. Yeah, but none of them are really... You're going to tell me you don't have three that you like? You no. only like you're a stupid basic bitch and you only like Deadpool. I never did care for all the other ones. They're just dumb. Do oh. we consider comic book characters to be any character that has appeared in a comic book? Are uh, Coheed and Cambria comic book characters? Yeah, dude. Definitely. That's my two and three. Oh my god. Like Claudio Kilgannon, he's fucking he's done some cool things. Coheed. He, uh, he has a giant robot arm that's like a Swiss Army knife of robot arms. Right. Robot weapons. Swiss Army knife of robot weapons. And then Cambria, I forgot what her deal is, <coughs> honestly. She's not quite as cool as Coheed. The knowledge, right. Oh, yeah. The, that story, we'll have to get into that one day and because stuff. Claudio was the beast, uh... Cambria was the knowledge, and Jesse was the inferno. And yeah, Jesse is probably my favorite character in those comic books. <clears throat> I really wish you read comic books, Mike. You should read John Constantine because he's like kind of like a mix between like the Punisher and fucking uh, Doctor Strange and what's his name, Deadpool. But I just don't really care to read comics. The Preacher was a comic book, too, wasn't it? Preacher, yeah. I still need to read that. I'm very interested in that. Oh, man, that was so good. I'll have to... When my dad gets back in town, I'll have to have him like borrow the first book. I'm always interested in any literature in which a god gets the fade. Oh, my God, dude, the Saint of Killers. I'm not going to say anything because Alex hasn't read anything, but if you've read Preacher, man, you know. And you, you fucking know. Oh. It's so good, but uh, I think that's it for this week, guys. Next week, cover some more news and give some more stats to some random nerd characters. And, yeah, as always, we'll do it incredibly stoned. Catch you later.